Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, gals. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because my voice is fighting for its life. And it's usually me. Yeah. That's, that's fighting and yeah. fighting something, mm-hmm. fighting a cold, mm-hmm. fighting a raspy voice, right. fighting like a total oh, loss geez. of voice. Right. Yeah. Something. So. Okay. So how, what did you do this weekend? Oh, um, so I was a soccer mom, like on overdrive. Um, so we had, my son had a soccer tournament and, um, if you know anything about the weather that's been going on here in Texas, it's just been super cold. So, uh, was outside more than I probably needed to be, but, um, it was good and happy to be there to support him. Yeah. And then yesterday uh, was just a really yucky day, but then my daughter had soccer and so I was out there. But um, just, yeah, my, my voice is just, it's yeah. done. My voice is done and my body just didn't like being out in the cold that long. Yeah. I mean, no one body, no one's body does. I mean, I do not envy you being a soccer mom. <laughs> I know like how difficult it is yeah. to be out there. Your kids are really good. So they have like a Thank lot you. of games all the time. All the time. And so, yeah, not quite there yet. I am um, tipping my toe Mm -hmm. into, like, my kids getting into, like, sports. I know my daughter did cheer, Mm -hmm. but I feel like even with her cheer competition schedule, it still wasn't as, like, strenuous as the soccer schedule. And it's yeah. indoors. Yeah. The, the, um, it's climate so controlled. Huge, exactly. Climate yeah. controlled. Um, and so, yeah, I take my hat off to you, girl, because I could Thank not. You. I, I literally, not maybe until like the high school or collegiate level would I have to, would I be out there. No. <laughs> I can't do it. It's got to it's gotta start a little sooner if they want to play like competitively. I mean, some some athletes didn't start. Or pick up like their sport until like high school. Like there are stories of some athletes that Very took their few time. Far between, I would imagine, though. I don't know if you're athletic. If you if you're gifted in athleticism, mm-hmm. then you have it. Maybe. You have it or you don't. <clears throat> That's how I feel. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. How much I um, let's see. For me, I was not on the soccer field. I was actually. Um, on Saturday, just did like family stuff. So like once a one day out of the weekend, we like to take the kids out. Like I don't know about everybody else, but like on Fridays, Saturdays, I don't cook. Like it's just like leave me. I may cook breakfast, but mm-hmm. for the most part, like I don't cook. It's like my time to be off. Right. And my family knows that. And so um, one day on the weekend, we just kind of go out, maybe eat brunch and do something with the kids, something fun with the kids. Yeah. So Saturday we did that. Um, and then Sunday we did, um, nothing. I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> I stayed home. I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, you know what? I cooked. Okay. That was it. But I didn't leave my house. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was telling you, like, we were supposed to take the kids somewhere, but they were just acting so, <laughs> so bad. bad. I was just like, I'm staying home. I know. I know. Well, Saturday we did stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did something. Yeah, Saturday we linked up. Yeah. We took the kids to a little play place yeah. and um, that our friends own. And it was a nice little let the kids play, let the parents yeah. relax and catch up. So that was fun. That was nice. That was like the highlight of my weekend. That was the highlight of my I really enjoyed that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed um, that outing mm-hmm. as well. So that's probably why Sunday you took I was just week? like, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, we've, we're, we're done. We've, we've done stuff. Like, you guys had a full Saturday. Yes. You were able to hang out with your friends. They had a sleepover. Mm-hmm. So Sunday when, like, you know, they weren't acting the way that I needed them to be acting for me to get out the house, I was just like, 
done. You barely wanted to do it exactly. as it was, and they gave you every they gave excuse. Every reason <laughs> to be like, now nah, we ain't going nowhere. You know Actually, what? you know what? Y'all, your asshole. Exactly. You guys are going to be here. Think about your behavior. Right. And we'll try again next weekend. All right. So, okay. So low-key weekends, generally speaking, nothing yep. full of activity. Next weekend promises to be super fun and exciting. I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So last, um, I guess not not the last episode or the episode before that, but the first episode of the season, we um, had to keep track. Uh, we had uh, talked about New Year, new season, same us. And we talked a little bit about what we learned from 2023 and some of the things that we were excited about for 2024. And as you know, um, when the new year hits, there's just a flood of content that gets pushed to you. The algorithm does its thing, but related to how you want to position yourself for the year ahead. Mm-hmm. And we found a um we found a a post that just like screamed at us mm-hmm. um titled The Energy for 2024. Mm-hmm. And I think there were what five things on there. Yeah. That um that we I, I know I read and was yeah. like, these are not missing like at all. Like not every all. single one resonates. And so I I had sent it to Kells and Kells was like, mm, this is it. This is it, too. My phone is active right now. I don't know what's going on. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Mine's about to go off because there's normally like a three-second delay between her notifications and mine. That's what happens with your neighbors and friends. Um, So, yeah, there were five um, items on here. And uh, maybe we go through the five. Yeah. And we kind of speak to how it resonates with us. And hopefully these connect and resonate with you. Yeah. And pardon me, I'm, I'm wearing a hoodie and I just don't know what my hair is doing over here if it's looking janky. So it, I mean, it looks like it's it's cute for like the day that it is. Like it's a rainy, <laughs> dreary day, dreary day here in Houston. Yeah. And so like when I saw you, I was just like, oh, maybe I should have toned it down a little bit. But I was like, oh, okay, no, it's fine. I don't, it, you, you look great. Thank you. And, and your hair's fine. So Thank you. we 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 move we on. Move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We move. So five things here. Hopefully some of these resonate with you. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I'm sure you'll let us know in the comments once we post some of these reels. Yeah. Um, so you want to go with the first one, Kels? Yeah, and I think I want to say this too. Like a lot of these things that were on the list that we saw resonated with us, mm-hmm. but these things were really organically some of the things that we had already talked about. This just kind of put it in writing yeah. and made it more tangible for us. So yeah. it's not like we saw the list and was just like, oh, you know, this is what we should do. It's just like, no, these are the conversations that we were already having. And then when we saw it, we were just like, wow, like, okay, like mm-hmm. we're actually absolutely on to yeah. something. And so important call. Um, huh? It's an important call out. Ex- yeah. Ex- mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, the first one was creating the life of your dreams, no more playing small. Mm. And I think, you know, in this pursuit, I know at least for over the last two years, Mm. we have been both been in like pursuit of, you know, achieving our wildest dreams. I think even with this podcast, Mm. um, you know, we set off. Uh, on a mission to not just only be behind these mics every right. week, but, you know, to um, create a business and, and to have a purpose <clears throat> around like mm-hmm. what it is that we were doing. And I think, you know, for the longest time, we were just kind of flying by on the seat, by the seat of our pants because 
we were new to this. Like we didn't know what we didn't know. Mm -hmm. We were just, everything has been trial and error mm -hmm. for us. And, you know, thankfully we've had the fortitude and the willpower to keep going. But I think this year, again, just tying it back to our first episode is a year of, of abundance. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like we've put certain mechanisms in place to help take us to the next level. Right. And so I'm just really excited um, about that. And I think what's really great about having you as a partner mm -hmm. is that when, you know, those times come where I feel like, you know what, I just cannot go anymore. Like this is too much. <laughs> um, it's overbearing. Yeah then, you know, you're there to pick up the slack and then vice versa, yeah. right? So, you know, we've made a commitment to this and a commitment to each other to, um, you know, really have this podcast, this brand mm -hmm. take off and like be what it is that we want it to be. And so um, and we're doing that. So we're going to create the life that we want mm -hmm. and um again not playing it safe or small mm -hmm. i think we both made huge sacrifices yeah um to be in the position that we're in um you with your um i'm not gonna call it girl because <laughs> you're looking at me like i'm not gonna call it <laughs> i'm not gonna call it you're like oh whoa whoa, whoa. Right. abort mission abort mission no but, abort mission. i mean we can but, we can talk about it um safely i think it's possible safely yeah. i mean like when I, that's your business, I'm gonna let you think, tell your own business. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I let you tell your own business. You're like a sip in. I, I'm serious though. I know. I know. But I get to talk. But I'm just saying, we both have made. I feel like yeah. sacrifices mm. to get us up to the point where we <laughs> are now, and they were both sacrifices mm -hmm. based on the vitality and the growth of our podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's just so crazy that we both yep. had these experiences in our mm -hmm. lives and how much we value what it is that we're doing right. to not let obstacles um, deter right. or distract us right. from our purpose and our goals. So that's my thought on that one. Okay. What about you? Um, well, yeah. Well, you threw <laughs> me a... A a pitch right, over, right over the plate, though. Right over the plate. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't have said it better um, as it relates to the podcast. Um, I think that when you feel like you're moving and walking... <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. When you feel like you're moving and walking in your purpose, mm -hmm. um, you, you don't want to get off or off course and when you see things people circumstances whatever the case may be that might threaten that um you become okay to to walk away or to to release or let go of um of those things because you feel so secure and and confident about what it is that you're doing and yeah. that's what this podcast has has meant for me mm -hmm. um and yeah, I mean, we're on this thing till the brakes fall off. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I was going to add, um, and this probably ties a little bit more to um, where you were going, is, you know, the 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 pursuit of your dreams, your wildest dreams, um, not playing small. Um, I think for me, and we've talked about how 2019, I was on three wheels, 2020, I was on all four wheels because we were in the pandemic, 2020, 
2022, um, started getting back on. 2021 was on maybe two wheels, and then 2022, I was on a wheel. One. The unicycle, as my good sis uh, <laughs> for do it as. Um, you know, I, a lot of that angst that I felt that I was experiencing yeah. was related to the fact that I, I did feel limited. I did feel like I was playing small. Yeah. Um, personally and um, didn't know how to how to how to channel that energy. Yeah. Um, and then once I realized and came to a decision that at the end of the day, like I can't play small. I have two children who are who are looking up to me. I have personal goals and aspirations that I want to achieve. Playing small didn't feel like an option for me. Yeah. Um, you really took that personally. I did. You did. You really took it personally. I, it was a, a mission. It was. It was. A, it, it burned you yeah. to not be able to yeah. explore mm-hmm. that yeah. from what I saw. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Like, damn near drove me insane. Yeah. Um, you know, and faked it behind the cameras. But, um, but yeah, no, was was behind the, you know, I guess faced it behind the mic, but behind the cameras was, you know, was suffering um, in... It, in silence, but thankfully I had you as a, yeah. as a confidant um, and, and someone that I could kind of work through some of that stuff with. So, yeah, playing small, um, just when I think about how I was raised, how, um, you know, the expe- how much sacrifice was made on my mom's part to make sure that I was able to go to a decent mm-hmm. school. Um, you know, she never remarried even to this day, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of stuff that that you'd think that single moms would would still make sure happens for their own lives. Um, she didn't do. She really pressed pause and well, damn near pressed stop right on that. And I just, it it didn't feel like I was doing her justice yeah. by playing small. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that, that resonated with me and um, started in 2022 and, um, you know, wrapped up in 2023 and 2024 feels like this is the year of thinking, acting, big, being big. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. So for me, it was about me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so just being <laughs> a little bit more selfish about mm-hmm. my um, my interests mm-hmm. and uh, you know my desires and being honest about that mm-hmm. and stepping outside of my comfort zone and my in my box. And so um, that's what this journey has been. For me, mm-hmm. um, and it's crazy because I was having a conversation um, with someone today, and you know they don't have any kids, but they were talking about like wanting kids, and I'm just like, she was like, but yeah, you know, if I have kids, then you know, basically, like my life is over because mm-hmm. like I would have to dedicate like all of my time and attention mm-hmm. to them, and I'm like, uh, but no, you don't, right, right, <laughs> you don't, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, and and I think for me you know, the energy for 2024, which I've had to grow into, like mm-hmm. leading up to it and um, throughout this whole journey with the podcast is just, you know, being selfish about my own dreams and mm-hmm. the things that I want to accomplish and who it is that I want to be. Right. Like, again, not just a wife or a mom or a daughter or a sister, um, a friend, whatever the case may be. Like, I am a woman and I have different interests and I have things that I want to accomplish, the different um, identities mm-hmm. that I want to show up mm-hmm. as. Mm-hmm. And and that's okay. So it's just been a journey for me of that self-discovery and putting myself first and um, being selfish with my own happiness. 
Um, so that's what that has meant for me. Yeah. Um, so on the shade room today, there was a post. I don't mm -hmm. know if you saw it, but there was a yeah. post about a young lady who said she didn't want to have kids. Uh -huh. And she was being um, interviewed by a male um, with a mic. And she was like, I don't want to have kids. He's yeah. like, but that's what you were put on this earth to do. Like, that's what you were supposed Made to do. To, and yeah. she's like, that's fine, but I don't want to have kids. Yeah. And um, she stood ten, ten toes down on that. And uh, I put a comment up there on behalf of the podcast um, <laughs> that basically said, it's fine if she doesn't want to have kids. Um, and if she doesn't want to have kids, that's okay. People who want the title should have the title. Yeah. However, um, please know that as a mother, just because you you get the title doesn't mean that your life has to end. Yeah, no. It doesn't. And there was so much vitriol in the comments about that's you being selfish. And then there was the balanced part of the conversation where people were like, she doesn't want it. She doesn't have, she to, doesn't have, have to have it. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Everybody should be mothers. Mm -hmm. Let's be very clear. Yeah, I mean, motherhood is more than a notion, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And... You know, just because you put yourself first doesn't mean you're a bad mother. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to have—you can't pour from an empty cup. You mm -hmm. say this all the time. Mm -hmm. You can't pour from, a, from an empty cup. And so if, you know, you're not taking care of your well-being, then nobody is going yeah. to be okay yep. at the end of the day. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, self-care is, is, is love for everybody, everyone, everyone. Um, and so, yeah, I know I totally, totally <clears throat> agree with her. If, if you have made a conscientious decision to not have children, you rate, weigh the pros and the cons of it. And right. a woman says that she doesn't want to have them, then by golly, don't have, don't them. have them, but definitely by having them doesn't mean that you have to give up your own life. Right. Yeah. I, 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 that's what this whole entire podcast is about, right? Yeah. Being a multifaceted woman who can wear many hats, take on a lot of roles, and not lose her sense of self. Exactly. So um, I, I applaud her for being brave to speak out on that platform as loudly as she did, but yeah. um, but agreed. That's the energy. Mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of young women are taking that stance, mm -hmm. yeah. actually, so— um, so number two, commit and this kind of overlaps, I think, into number one, but um, committing to your goals and following through. We just had this conversation mm -hmm. about procrastination last week. We did. I'm great at committing to a goal. It's a follow through. That gets me every time. But you're good. I mean, from a business perspective. Yeah. You're really. But maybe that's the yin and the yang yeah. of the the relationship, <clears throat> too. Mm -hmm. um, holding each other accountable and making yeah. sure that, like, we do follow through on, like, our goals. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, just in outside of business and in, in, in yeah. this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find I struggle too with things that I'm doing on my own. I definitely struggle. Teamwork certainly makes the dream work <laughs> in this case. It does. It definitely does. But it goes back to the vision boarding that we mm -hmm. discussed mm -hmm. in the vision board party that we went to and we talked about how we didn't have resolutions mm -hmm. this year. Yep. This year we 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 had goals and then our vision board um included not only the vision of our goals but then actionable items that would help us achieve and attain mm -hmm. our goals. Yeah. So, um, still a struggle to commit, but at least if you see it on paper, written down, something on something tangible, mm -hmm. I think it's it's easier. So to, for you, it's a struggle to commit, or is it a struggle to follow through? It's a struggle to follow through. Like okay. I can commit to it, yeah. but it's just like mm -hmm. same. You know what you have to do. <clears throat> like, are you actually doing it yeah. right? Yeah. That's my that's my struggle. Sometimes that bed looks a little too comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes I need that nap when I need it. <laughs> Sometimes that mindless scrolling. Just, oh, the mindless scrolling. Jesus. I, mean, I just feel like somebody take it. I need a distraction. I wrote his damn phone, girl. <laughs> like, somebody take it. 
Yeah. So going to really commit and follow through on yeah. number two. Yeah. Because um, things don't get done yeah. um, if I don't follow through. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really else I can say about that. Mm. Like, literally, yep. I just need to, like, do what I said I said I'm going to do. Nike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just put together my to-do list and, like, check, check, check. Because I'm, I'm a to-do list type of person. Like, I need to see my items written down. She does. In a Word document. I do. Like, I, I still use paper. Like, I like paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually prefer paper over the digital. electronic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. She hit me this morning with... Just had a couple of things on my list. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, yeah. oh. I had to get it out of my head. So early. I haven't had breakfast. Yet. And she took a long time to respond. I was just like, well, at least it's out of my it's head. Right, right. She can do with it what she wants. What she wants. <laughs> do with it what you may. But at least it's out of it. my head. We yes, got through it. We did. That's me okay. Honest. Number three. Showing up as the person you want to be until you become her. Ew. This is manifestation and visualization. It is. Like, it is. It's simply put as it can be. Yeah. It's crazy because I just posted um, <clears throat> a story on my personal page that says, forgive your younger self, believe mm-hmm. in your current self, and create your future self. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's, um, you know, this journey of just self-discovery, um, you know, being a better, you know, woman, mom, sister, daughter, friend, human, Mm -hmm. um, has been something I've been very intentional about. And so um, for me, you know, I have had to really get to a point where um, I recognize that I wasn't the person that I used to be Mm -hmm. and not accept treatment based off of that person that I was. And so if people still hold me to the same person that I was in my younger years, then, you know, there needs to be either a conversation or a release of that particular Mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, for me, that has been something personally for me that I have been really intentional about um, being the person and being the woman that, you know, I see myself being and getting over some of like the past mistakes that I've made. Which is um, versions of you that has shown has changed, mm-hmm. and yeah, and and it has changed, has changed and evolved. Like you're not right. going to hold me to the same person mm-hmm. that I was 20 years ago in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Like can't can't, especially when I'm trying to grow. Right, like you know that's like an anchor mm-hmm. weighing you down, and I just don't have time for that in my life. Child. I'm too focused on um, you know who I want to be in the future, creating this legacy for my daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't have time for like, you know, people that just want me to show up in the same space Mm -hmm. because they're not growing. Right. That's a them issue, not a me issue. Exactly. Um, So, yeah. So I call that playing old tapes, Mm -hmm. that somebody's playing old tapes of who you used to be. Yeah. um, And eventually the tape's going to pop, right, if you play it too much. Um, Yeah. So... That is something that happens a lot in the corporate space Mm -hmm. where – I'm going to move this mic. Hopefully it doesn't – okay. Yeah, that happens in the corporate space where, um, you know, somebody maybe made a mistake three or four years ago and you're in a meeting and we're talking about moving someone into – that person into a new role and someone who was there three or four years ago is like, well, remember when they – Yeah. Have they grown from that? We can't play old tapes. We we can't can't assume that people haven't evolved, grown – from who they were into who they're destined to be and who yeah. they, they want to become. Allow people the space to do that. Yeah. 
You have to. And, and to your point, if you don't feel like that is happening mm-hmm. um, in your in your life, it's important to take stock and inventory yeah. in um, who the people yeah. um, that are holding you or be holding you to an older version of yourself are and whether they need to still be in your life. Yeah. Or if that crucial conversation needs to happen. Yeah. To say, hey, look, like. What I did in my 20s, what I did in my 30s, hell, what I did in my pregnancy, because I was crazy in my pregnancy. Hormones were all over the place. Yeah. Like, that's not who I am. And you got to give me grace the same way that I feel like I'm giving you grace. So Exactly. So, And and if you're not, you know, able to have those conversations or cut those people off, then at least, you know, a priority should be surrounding yourself with people who uplift you. Yep. And uplifting Mm -hmm. relationships. And that's really helpful as well. And I know we talk a lot about, like, friendships and support partners and accountability partners. But um, I think, you know, it's been, and I can attest to this, that it's just, it's so great to have people in your corner who acknowledge and Mm -hmm. support you through, through said growth. And um, it's also important to have, um, to not have shame, right, over your past behaviors, Mm -hmm. because that can hold you in situations longer Mm -hmm. than what you have to be and accept behaviors that you really don't have to accept and I'll be vulnerable. And I had a conversation, a conversation with my therapist recently and she asked like, what, you know, what are you like most proud of about like this new Kelly? Mm -hmm. Like what, what, what do you love about that? What was, you know, how do you feel about that? And, you know, my response was her to her was loving myself. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just being appreciative of, you know, my own growth and, you know, my own journey, you know, I've been through, accomplished a lot. And so, you know, being here and being able to be strong and trusting my voice and trusting and loving who I am Mm. as this version of myself is something that I'm extremely proud of because I worked very hard for it. And so, um, yeah, I just, at this stage and age, you know, I I just, I'm really committing to me, mm-hmm. the person that I want to be, the person that I am, and the person that like I see myself being in the future. And I am, will say this again, so happy for you, so proud of you because you. there is a noticeable change yeah. um, and a lightness when you are stepping in and walking in a version that feels as close to you as as possible. Um, I sense that. I see that. I, yeah. I, I I love it, and I love it for you, and I applaud you for your bravery, mm-hmm. because I know it hasn't been easy for you. Yeah, you know. So. Thank you. I appreciate that, friend. Of course, of course. Um, this is a fake it till you make it for me. I mean, I know you went all deep, but I'm gonna keep <laughs> fake it till you make it, bitch. Right, right. I think Rihanna said something um, to that to that effect, um, and I can't remember the actual uh, quote, but she was just like, you know, I fake it, like I believe it, and that's that's kind of where I am, right? Um, not fake it till you make it. That's your, it that's your make it. I mean, but I'm gonna make it look pretty. I'm gonna make it look nice and you're elegant. Well. But you're doing well. I mean, it's the, the duck, the, the 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 proverbial duck that yeah. is just calm, or even the swan. Let's yeah, use the, the swan. swan. Yeah, let's, that's the swan. That calm, yes. like calm on the just surface, and very elegant, fighting for her life <laughs> underneath the surface of the water. But um, you know, it's that <laughs> that's the reality life. of life. That's yeah. the reality of life, and that for me has always really been a part of my story. Um, 
things have not come easily to me. I've had to work for everything that I have. Um, and I have envisioned what it is that I have wanted for myself. And even at times when like I probably shouldn't have been going after those things, I was yeah. going after them because, you know, stay to Lulu until it becomes truly. Yeah. Um, and that has um, th like th that has worked for me. It has not steered me wrong. Um, and you look at social media now and there's a lot of people who are just like, the visions that you have for yourself, the way to really practice the art of manifestation is to look at those visions that you have for yourself in the future and treat them as if they're memories, hmm. right? And if you treat them as if they're memories, then you will constantly be um, in the state of visualization. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing faulty about that. Yeah. Um, so I, I say... Do do it. Don't put yourself in debt to do it. Let's not do that. But I do believe that there is um, there is a lot of value in um, believing who you want to be, showing up as the person every time that you can that you want to be. Put yourself in situations, the spaces and the places that mm -hmm. you want to be in mm -hmm. um, until establish it becomes with, true. Establish relationships yeah. with people that. Yeah. Uplift you. Mm -hmm. Until yeah. it becomes Inspire true. you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So number four, um, take care of your well-being, physical, mental, and financial. Check, check, and check. <laughs> I've already said my piece mm -hmm. on yeah. this, on the last episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, grade it with the physical. Mm -hmm. Constantly working on the mental. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> Me and the financial guys have worked it. Mm -hmm. Work in progress. A work in progress. All of us. But All of us. I get it. Mm. I definitely get it. Um, I talked about, a lot about that on the last mm. episode. So. Mm. I remember being um, in like 2019, 2020, early part of 2020. I wasn't working out regularly. And my back was big. <laughs> my back was big. No! My spirit was down. My energy levels were in the pits. Um, and my back was big. My belly and back were both Baby, big. Baby, that's the trifecta. <laughs> and when I tell you, um, if you can't afford therapy, which I highly recommend uh, therapy, but if you cannot afford it, another form of therapy is fitness. Going to the gym, going for a walk. If you can afford it, get a trainer. If your finances aren't where they need to be, just go outside, go to a yeah, park. Walk. A, a, like a, there's take in nature, um, get present with nature. But um, go for a jog if you're able. That physical fitness piece um, was the first step in. I don't want to say saving my life, but saving my mental. Mm. Um, saving my mental because my brain was all over the place. Yeah. And I just didn't have the ability to be present. Yeah. And when I'm working out, I'm focused on just that. Yeah. My mind isn't wandering. I'm not wondering about what do I got to do here? What do I got to do there? You I'm just, just focused, focused on, on getting through the workout. Getting through the workout, yeah. making sure I don't hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> making sure that, you know, my, my positioning is where it needs to be. And, um, and yeah. when you look good, you feel good. Oh, it, and yes. that's a huge part of like mental yes. health. Mm -hmm. I know, like when I'm on my heavier side, mm -hmm. 
and eating more than like normal. Mm-hmm. I feel disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to sound anorexic, but, but no. seriously, like yeah. I am literally depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and a body in motion wants to stay in motion. Yeah. And when it's not in motion, it makes you, it starts, your body starts talking to your brain and it starts telling you like negative things. Yeah. Negative self-talk starts to creep in. Yeah. And yesterday I was feeling like shit after I got off the soccer field and I was trying to take a nap and I couldn't take a nap and I knew I had things to do. And my, my brain was like, you're being lazy. Get out of bed, make this dinner for these kids. You haven't really moved around all day. And it's because my body is used to moving. Yeah. Um, and the moment I got up and started doing stuff, even just like washing the dishes and emptying the dishwasher, I felt better. You felt better, yeah. I felt better because I was just moving and yeah. like active and I wasn't breaking out in a sweat, but I was moving. You're moving. And um, I, I put a little <clears throat> music on like on my fridge mm-hmm. and that helps as well. Yeah. Like that's... Uplift yourself. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very uplifting because mm-hmm. um, same here. Like I was, again, laying around. Mm-hmm. And I needed to cook dinner. And I put music on. I, music always always soothes my soul. Right. It gives me a level of energy that, yeah. like, I didn't even know I had. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, music on, moving around. That just kind of helped until yeah. I, girl, I cooked two meals. I'm not going to get into that, but I cooked two meals <laughs> until I just got tired. And you I was cook like, full meals. I cook full You cook full meals. meals. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, full meals is like. Main mm-hmm. and a side, mm-hmm. and probably two sides. Yeah. Like you know, something crazy. Like cook so for like days. I cook for days. Yeah, I, left, I like leftovers mm-hmm. because <laughs> I just you know yeah. it's, it's it's I don't like to cook more than like two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. try to like ration out like the number of times that I have to cook mm-hmm. during a week. And I'm also from Louisiana, so, Mm -hmm. you know, the New Orleans area, and we just, that's how I was raised. Like, if I make red beans, I'm making red beans, I'm making a meat, like, I'm making either some chicken, some fried chicken, some Mm -hmm. baked chicken, some barbecue chicken, Mm -hmm. some pork chops, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. and I'm making cornbread. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else on the menu, chef? A salad, if I have it. <laughs> a Caesar salad? No, just, just a mixed greens. Just okay. some, some mixed greens, mm-hmm. some little cheese and mm-hmm. croutons mm-hmm. and ranch dressing. Like, so that's my cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot. It's hard. It's like heavy duty cooking. It jobs. is heavy duty cooking. It's 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 complex cooking. It is complex cooking. It's not like a saute this and no, a steam no, no, that no. and here you go. Dinner is served. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, these are like family recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. The mental, um, for me, is connected to the physical. Yeah. The financial, um, a work in progress. I'm, you're not alone. <laughs> I like know. I, I don't feel week. alone in this. You are not alone. A lot of us um, A lot of us are in that situation where either we have these lofty financial goals yeah. um, that we want to accomplish and um, are making commitments and hopefully following through to accomplish throughout the year. Or um, we have financial situations that we're looking to get out of. Yeah. Um, but either way. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's a priority on a lot of people. Right. Like, right. I don't feel alone <clears throat> at all. Mm-mm. No, you're not. Okay. And then the last one. Is saying no to things that no longer serve you. Oh. And I just think that that's self-explanatory because we have been talking about this mm-hmm. for a very long time. Yeah. And, you know, whether it be you saying no or, again, like the story I told in our first episode, mm-hmm. whether it just be things happening mm-hmm. that you think are happening to you but are actually happening for you, mm-hmm. you know, just be in a space of, you know, 
divine timing, right? So mm-hmm. if, if things are not working out um, for your favor and you you recognize that and mm-hmm. decide to say, you know what, absolutely not, I'm removing myself, then great. Or if the universe just removes whatever the toxic thing is for you that you don't realize is not only toxic, but blocking your blessings. Yeah. You know, learn to accept that as well and, and um, look forward to what's to come mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Yes. So I was talking to my uh, to my man, my man, my man Mm-mm. about that's those that new relationships, girl. That's that new relationship energy, my man, <laughs> my man. I'm like, girl, I am married, and I have never once said my man, my it's man. There, my man it's, right here. it's definitely it's, like, it's that it's that newness, it's, that it's new new the honeymoon. The yeah, honeymoon the new new is where it gets me, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, hold up. You're like, wait a minute. So I was talking to him about the fact that, you know, I don't do the best job of establishing boundaries. And we've talked about this in previous seasons, but I don't do the best job of like saying no, because there is an element of people pleasing that like I need to work through with yeah. my therapist. Um, but yeah, it's it's a challenge of mine. And um, sometimes I just like I have to say no just for self-preservation. Yeah. Like there have been times where logistically um, I have had... My kids get off the bus. They get off the bus at certain times within 30 minutes of each other. And then I got to get them dressed to go to soccer. One's got to be at a soccer field at 530. The other one's got to be at a soccer field an hour and a half later. And then, oh, by the way, somebody wants to have date night. Oh, okay. I want to do date night. And by the time I come back from the logistical nightmare that is like the kid routine, like when soccer season is in session... I'm spent. Yeah. I'm spent. And like the conversation that I had with him was like, maybe I just need to say no to date night. Oh. You know? Say or say, hey, I need 45 minutes. Or have a set date night. Right. Like, plan it out. Now this serves me. So I don't want to make I want to be really really clear that like this isn't something that doesn't serve. It is something that serves me. So that part doesn't apply yeah. of the, of this particular one. But it's saying no. It's the power of saying no when you are just unable to. Yeah. Even though you want to because like you don't want to disappoint a person, um sometimes you do just have to say no for self-preservation yeah. and survivability um or say Maybe a little later or maybe another time. Yeah. Um, and I, I have not been the best at that. And and we talked about it today yeah. because when I when I keep going, um I'm 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 mashed potatoes. Yeah. I'm mashed potatoes. I'm no good. Um and then yeah. And then also there's a perception that like you that comes with like, I don't know. <clears throat> how would you put out there, right? Like, yeah. You know, Nicole says she's going to do something, but she's like, Yeah, I need know? my say-do ratio to be one exactly. for one. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's over-committing mm. and under-delivering. Hate that. So, yeah. Hate so, yeah. That. Just for even, yeah, your own, just, like, your own self. My own self own, and like, reputation. reputation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's the energy for 2024. Yeah. I mean, we're... um, I think we're aligned. We're, I think yeah, we're aligned. And we I are. think that, like, whatever it is that... Obviously, we go through, we experience, mm-hmm. we, um, you know, manifest and, uh, I guess, 
start to kind of put into motion or action, we want to share with mm-hmm. you all because it's all a part of the process. And I mean, by no means do we have it all figured out. And mm-hmm. we've said <laughs> we're no experts, but mm-hmm. you know, this is trial and error. This, yeah. this, our, this is our real lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get an opportunity to share uh, our experiences in hopes that you guys can, you know, identify or it resonates yeah it resonates or Mm -hmm. you can use them to you know help manage whatever it is that you all are going through at the time so yeah yeah. okay 2024 2024 three weeks in here we are cheers to 2024 I'm almost it's okay I'm almost a little bit you still got something a little bit okay so we talked we said we had a what's poppin' um, from last week Um, I had one um, that I wanted to talk about because a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a week and a half ago, I was watching um, a show that um, is local here to Houston on our Fox channel. And I know we have a listening base in Atlanta. Shout out to the A. Um, and there was a, se- a segment where um, there was a business owner and the name of the business is escaping me, but it was an, a business that um, focused on pole dancing. And um, the classes that they offered were mommy and me pole dancing classes. And the business owner was standing on business and said that these are these classes are a great opportunity for mothers and daughters to bond and mothers and sons to bond if they want to. Um, and the other side of the argument was, well, um, why are you sexualizing young girls? Yeah. Um, and, normalizing and normalizing this, and we're attempting to gaslight us to think that it's okay that this is this should be normalized. And she was like, "Well, why are you sexualizing young girls? Like this is an Baby, exercise, strip club, it's fitness, for? right? No, it's not. It's not. So in my mind, like the the pole was not before the pole was introduced in the context of a strip club with a sexual connotation. Exactly. This is my position. Don't try to gaslight us. It was not introduced as a form of fitness, yeah. like the Smith machine mm-hmm. or like <laughs> not the Smith machine. But that is clearly not a, a treadmill. A treadmill, right. Right. It was that that is what like the treadmill was introduced as a, a fitness, fitness machine. machine. Yeah. Yeah. The pole was introduced as a sexual like in the strip club, which has heavy, heavy, heavy sexual connotations. Yeah. And I don't go to a strip club to watch girls get their fitness routine on. No. I don't go to strip clubs. So let me be clear. But you've been. I have we been. We all have. I don't go. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I've I, been. I, yeah. Go. <laughs> Going and have been. <laughs> right. Different things. Okay. Different things. But I did not go and don't imagine that most men go to watch the acrobats the acrobatic actions and the fitness routines of of these dancers. Um, the acrobatic actions are impressive. Yeah, they are. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't see any of them wearing heart rate monitors. Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> still, we're talking about this in context of like bringing and sharing it with your kids. your child. Yeah. And so, I think that there are other ways that we can get our daughters introduced to fitness. Yeah. That don't involve um, a, a pole yeah. um, that don't involve heels, that don't involve scantily clad shorts, tops, underwear, uh, underwear, underwear. right? Um, 
And when I saw that and I listened to the business owner, I just said, you know, like, this is crazy. That's like you telling me that, like, I should not view, and I'm trying to remember the the analogy that I used, but, like, to not to not view racism for what it was, right? Like, at the end of the day, racism was a bad thing. And, like, you can't sit here and say that, like, well, we gave black people jobs. We gave them an opportunity to work. We took them out of Africa. Nah, you enslaved these people and had them working against their will. Like, I can't unsee that. Killed, raped, and pillaged. I cannot unsee that. Yeah. So, like— that is history. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the world of strip clubs and pole dancing is linked to sexualization. Yeah. And I can't unsee that. Yeah. That's so true. those are my thoughts. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there are other ways. And I'm not speaking like theoretically. I'm mm-hmm. speaking in like real time. Mm-hmm. So like when my, my kids know that I go work out three times a week because I wake them up, I leave the house, tell them I'm going working out, going to work out. And when I come back, it's time to bring them to school and do morning drop off. And so they see me being physically active, which also piques their interest. So my daughter asks to come with me to the gym all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think it's also like horseshit because (laughs) they're like, you can incorporate physical fitness really Mm -hmm. with your kids Mm -hmm. by being, Physically active, right. actually doing the things that have home. normally been considered um, as exercise mm-hmm. or like, you know, being being physical. Mm-hmm. And so it, it brings me back to uh, this, this story, I think, that you sent me online about how like most 20 year olds have more have a mm-hmm. higher body count. Yeah. Than 50 year olds. And that that's the reason why, mm-hmm. because being over sexual and, um, you know, showing your body mm-hmm. and being liberated to have sex and own and and take ownership of your own sexuality um ha- has been more prevalent mm-hmm. with that generation yeah. than it has been with older, older generations, generations. and yeah. we talk about that all the time and just how we were raised and you know like we didn't wear makeup. Like, makeup mm-hmm. was not a thing mm-hmm. when, like, I was coming up. Right. You know, like, um, obviously, de- definitely, like, strip clubs. I didn't even know what the hell that was, right. child. But, like, <laughs> in the 90s, you know, our clothes were baggy. Mm-hmm. Or my daughter asked me today, like, what did you wear? Because she had an oversized sweatshirt and some, you know, the the, the baggy jeans that the kids yeah. are wearing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we used to dress like that when our mommy was a child. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, what did you used to wear? And I was just like, yeah, jeans and, like, oversized sweatshirt right. or oversized shirt, flannel shirt or whatever the case may be. But this, it's so different now mm-hmm. for um, our kids and I feel like the generation that came up under us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just, I think it's unfortunate, yeah. too, because I cannot and I will not ever normalize that I don't call, I don't care, call me old school, call me conservative. Mm-mm. Like I will never normalize nope. that um, for my daughter. And, and I try to teach her, you know, the values that I grew up, grew up with while still also kind of, I guess, tapping into like where we are as a society now. Mm-hmm. Like now she sees me doing like my makeup and things like that. And it, her interest is peaked. Mm-hmm. She likes skincare. So I bought her like kid friendly face wash mm-hmm. and and like facial care routine. So she sees those things, but it's also, um, I also pride myself on instill, instilling in her like the old school values mm-hmm. and ways in which I grew up on yeah. because I'd be damned. Right. Bitch, you would. <laughs> you, 
baby. No. My child will not think it's okay. No. And to get, to get on a pole. No. I'll be an no. exercise. I mean, if she's 20, she wants to take it. I know there have been like, um, I've been invited to bachelorette parties where the bride, the going to be bride, has wanted to take like a pole dancing class mm-hmm. with her bridesmaids and stuff like that. And so I get it, but I just don't think it's um, healthy to introduce um, young kids mm-hmm. to you know, that world, um, you know, at, at such a young age. Yeah. And, I, and I, I really don't think it's good to normalize it. I, I so either. I agree with you. They're being introduced to it on their own. Yeah. I don't think they need the role model that they look up to the most bringing them there, mm-hmm. my humble opinion. I agree. Okay. I agree. So do we have one time for one more? Mine will be I quick. think we do. Okay. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. popping. So, you know, we talked about Cat Williams a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So it was announced like shortly after he did that conversation or the interview with Club Shay Shay mm-hmm. that Tori Hart, which is Kevin Hart's wife, was going on tour with him. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was obviously... a. The internet were, were a buzz. Everybody was just like talking mm-hmm. because, you know, they were like, how is she now going to go on the tour with the ops? Because he had very colorful things to say about Kevin Hart in his interview. Mm-hmm. So now the conversation on the internet um, is whether or not she should change her last name from Hart. And, you know, I, I take issue with like non-married people having this conversation about mm-hmm. like divorced people yeah. changing their names. Yeah. Because you don't Stay even know. Stay out of your own folks' business. Exactly. You don't even know. Right. Like, so, I don't know. What, what What are your thoughts on a married woman who is divorced changing her last name or the man owning the last name and the woman having to change her last name back to her maiden name? Bitch. Um, <laughs> okay. I got generations of thoughts on this. So, my mom kept my dad's name. Mm-hmm. And still has it. Yeah. Um, I plan on keeping my ex's name. Mm-hmm. I have his children. Yeah. Like, uh, there ain't no way. And this was my mom's logic. And I, I, I share the same thinking. My kids and I are going to have the same last name. My mom said the same thing. So even if he decides to remarry, that's fine. If I decide to remarry, that's fine. I'm going to keep my last name. And if I need to hyphenate it, I will. Mm-hmm. But So you'll hyph- hyphenate. I'll hyphenate. Not drop it. No, me and my kids are going to have the same last name. Mm-hmm. We got to. We have to. Yeah. And it's not out of disrespect to whoever it is that I move forward with. Um, but it, it's just my children and I, that that feels very important. That's a bond that we have. Yeah. Um, it's not about the ex. It's really about making sure that for legal purposes, mm-hmm. right? Um, you take your kids to school. Right. Like, like Hymas is fill in the blank, right? Like, yeah. they, like nice they try, know, right? tried to get me. Hey, almost got me. Almost got you. Almost got me. Um, but yeah, no, it's important to it's important to have the same last name as my yeah. kids. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, stay out of grown folks' business. Yeah, I agree. My mom said the exact same thing that your mom said. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no way that she was going to change her last name after she and my dad divorced mm-hmm. because she wanted to have the same last name yeah. as me and my kids. And another perspective is also, too, like, when I changed my last name, 
it was very difficult for mm-hmm. me. I like <laughs> it was too it for was, me. I didn't want to let go because my last name was Bob. My, my full name was everything. And I'm like, <laughs> I, but you know, and I had to drop my middle name that oh. was given to me at birth by my grandmother, who mm. is deceased, whom I love so much. I didn't know. So that. my name completely, yeah, because I wanted to keep a portion of my last name. I didn't right. want a really long name, but I wanted right. to keep a portion mm. of my identity. So I yeah. just hyphenated my maiden name and changed my last name. And so that is very difficult. I don't think people, I realize how how difficult Wait, it is. You changed your middle name and brought your maiden name to my your middle, middle name, name and yes. then took on Took your on husband's my husband's last, last name. name. Got it. Yes. Okay. So I dropped mm-hmm. my middle name, mm-hmm. which again was yeah. given to me by my grandmother. It was right. very sentimental to me um, and, and changed my last name. And I just felt like at the time it was, I don't know, just the loss of my identity mm-hmm. that I had been having for 28, 29 years. Yeah. And so that's a diff- that's something difficult that I feel like women have to deal with that's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. And so um, on top of that, having to change it. The process. The, the process. Having to change it. Ugh. Not only with like the social security office, but just like. In Driver's everything, license, everything, everything. Every, every institution. Every institution, mm-hmm. you have to change your name. And it's a lot of work and it's a lot of like things that you have to do in order to like make sure that everything is actually changed. Mm-hmm. Your name is legally changed on everything. It's just a lot of steps and a lot of processes. And so it's extremely difficult um, to do that. But I, I agree with her. Like, a hundred percent. Like, mm-hmm. keep your last name. And she also made a point to say that, like, she was a, a part of the creation of the Heart brand. Mm-hmm. And she earned her name. Mm-hmm. And, and she probably is not right. getting restitution for that. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, so she's absolutely right to keep mm-hmm. her last name. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And I agree with her. It says, keep your last name. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was in a situation, I would keep mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just is what it is. But I think a lot, a lot of you know, unmarried people have a lot opinions. of opinions and thoughts on something that I feel like they don't really understand mm-hmm. the whole concept around why, you know, divorced women choose to keep yeah. their their married last yeah. names. And I think um, it's easy to assume that it has to do with the man. It has it nothing has to do with the man. It has nothing to do with the man. Now, listen, if I had no kids by this man, that'd be a different story. Yeah. I would go back to my maiden name in a heartbeat because it was amazing. Let me be clear. It was amazing. But... Um, I have children by this man. So it feels very important to keep the same last name. So when we all walk into a room, we're walking in as the Mm -hmm. fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's I I get it. But it's it's a it's an I don't want to go so far to say it's an uneducated opinion, but it's an uneducated opinion. Yeah, it's an ignorant opinion. And then also, too, like, <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Like, Call it like it is. Larry, when you go to school, like, <clears throat> they already ask you on these applications. Like, yeah. are you married? Like, I already feel like as black yes. people, we're already being judged. Mm-hmm. On the on like the mm-hmm. basis of whether or not we're we're married or baby yeah. mamas, right? And so for me, it's just like you're not gonna play in my face. Yes, my kids were conceived via a marriage, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, so, and were exactly, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and and that was my mom's stance as well. Like mm-hmm. I think it, it it puts like a I don't know like a a, a validation mm-hmm. on like the fact that your children were conceived with like a spouse within right. marriage, et cetera. Yeah. And I know that may not necessarily be important now, but back in the day, it was, it was very mm-hmm. important. And it's also important um, 
for me as well. Mm -hmm. Like as I, you know, register my kids year after year for school and these mm -hmm. questions are being asked. I'm like, yes, bitch, we all have the mm -hmm. same last right. name. There ain't no Johnson Jackson over here. Like there's no <laughs> difference. We have the same last name. Right, right. So. And I don't even know. Like I haven't had to fill out any forms yet. But I mean, I probably will say like, are you married, single, I'm married. Like I don't like what the I don't know. Like what for what I don't like, give me who gonna know. Who gonna how tell will them? they know? How will they right? How will they know? Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's about treatment and if it's about like quality of care on account of that, like that feels really important to make sure that like I'm getting the top of the top of. Yeah. Um and uh, And I think it's just like an African American thing too, because mm -hmm. like even for us, and I'm I'm pivoting a little bit, but Go, go with here. it. Okay, we're here. So yeah, like when we were kids, mm -hmm. my mom would dress us up in like really nice clothes to right. go to the doctor. Like it was very important for her to like, we would have on like all of like the best dresses and mm -hmm. shoes and she mm -hmm. made sure our hair was combed, like Feltman brother dresses, like expensive dresses to go to Feltman the- Feltman brothers, was that like a popular it department was like store? A, okay. No, it was like a, a, a really popular brand. Right. They made okay. like really expensive, elaborate dresses for okay. like babies and kids. So for your, your, your checkups? So you my checkups, yeah. For my Tool and velvet? Bitch, yes. <laughs> and saddle shoes? And a bonnet. Oh, we did and did. And oh, did. And so, like, like, that was the thought process. You know, my mom grew up in the 60s. She, right. she born in 1960. And mm -hmm. so, like, she thought that that would get us better treatment mm. from white physicians if we came clean dress nice and people knew that you know you came we, from a good we home. came we came from a good home right. exactly so that's a part of just like you know overall just you know black culture so mm -hmm. yeah definitely she was just like nah I'm got to voice my name my last name is yeah. the same and so I agree with with um again Tori Hart girl mm -hmm. keep your last name keep your last you, name you earned it you deserve and it. you got them two kids exactly you raised them two babies right you raised so them two babies let's 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 own our stuff so we are so excited to announce that we are going to be at R&B in the Park, which is happening Saturday, March 30th here in Houston. So if you're in Houston, you need to be at this. This is going to be the thing of things. Um, and if you're not in Houston, you need to book your tickets now. And you need to fly on Southwest, maybe not Southwest, since they're fl flying Boeing 737s. So we don't we, we don't trust them yet. But you need to bring you behind down to Houston, March 30th, R&B in the Park. It's going to be an amazing time. We're going to be there. We're going to be doing hosting the first toast, um, free champagne for folks for that first toast. And we're going to be raffling off amazing prizes, some of our favorite things, champagnes, experiences. We want you. We need you there. Yes, we do. Where's it going to be, babes? It's going to be at Waterworks Park here in Houston. <clears throat> Sorry. The address is 105 Sabine Street. So, again, join us March 30th, R&B in the Park. First Toast by Champagne Lives Podcast. We hope to see you there. Forgot to mention, there's going to be VIP activations too. Oh, yeah. We're going to be in VIP. Where else would we be? Um, <laughs> and we're going to be sipping champagne. Come cheers. Get a glass. Come hang. Um, it's going to be a great day full of music, live surprises. Um, we need you there. We want you there. We want to interact. We want to see y'all. So please come. We'll see you. We'll cheers. We'll toast. March 30th. Mark your calendars. Saving Park. Bye, y'all. Bye.